Hey there, Super Sober Heroes. It's your host, Sober Steve, the podcast guy. And before we jump into today's episode, I want to take a brief moment to ask for your help to shape the future of gay A. Over the years, this podcast has grown and evolved as I've grown in my sobriety. And recently, I've been investing wild amounts of time, money, and energy to find ways to level up this podcast so it can get heard by the people who need to hear it. I want to take a brief moment to check in with all of you, though, to see what you love about the current show and what could be better as I'm growing and moving forward. In the show notes is a three to five minute survey for you to complete. I kindly ask that you pause this episode and take the time to complete it if you haven't already. You are kind enough to give me 20 to 40 minutes of your time each week when you listen to these episodes, and I want to make sure it's time well spent. So please let your voice be heard. Thanks, SoberPod, and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Gay A, a podcast about sobriety for the LGBT plus community and our allies. I'm your host, Steve Bennett Martin. I am an alcoholic, and I'm grateful for my newest Patreon member, Mark H. As of this recording, I am 543 days sober, and today we're welcoming back Mario to talk a little bit more about the GSM. Welcome back, Mario. Thank you for hosting me once again. Thank you so much. Yes, and while I definitely recommend everyone check out last week's episode to get to know you better as a person, because it was great getting to know you better, why don't you give your brief introduction for new listeners? Sure. My name is Mario, and I'm from Houston, Texas, and I consider myself primarily a crystal meth addict as well as alcoholic. And today, as of this recording, I have 6,249 days sober. Thank you so much, Stephen, for hosting Of course. And before we get into the conference itself, can you talk a little bit more about what GSM is as an organization? Yes. First and foremost, we are a nonprofit. Our mission statement is really pretty clear. We're LGBTQ nonprofit organization, and we uh, want to provide a safe, fun, and enriching experience to the sober community. Our primary purpose is to encourage unity and enhance one's sobriety. And enhance my sobriety, you do. (laughs) (laughs) And what is the big GSM conference? So since 2017, we've had a four-day conference in New York City that culminates in the Pride March, as well as a dance on the river. And the conference itself is open to self-identified men. It doesn't matter, trans, queer, fluid, as long as you identify as a man, because we do have certain issues we discuss in our workshops and then that's the other thing, too. We, we include several workshops that deal with everything from mental health to community and wellness to sexual issues. We even had last year the, the first ever leather and kink party that was non-sexual in nature, but it was like a get-to-know-you mixer, which a lot of people really enjoyed, I think. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And I, I remember like the number of people that were there that weren't sure whether it was going to be sexual or not. And they were like, is it? Is it not? And then like when the answer was not, I was relieved. But it was just funny that I had one friend who was unsure going into it what the purpose of the party was. Just to get to know each your sober brothers on that level, you know, that this is something that it's OK to be sober and kinky. Yeah. It's OK to enjoy fetishes. And we're no longer ashamed of being recovering addicts and alcoholics. Why be ashamed of our our special flavors, as it were. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and going back, describe what your first experience at a GSM conference was like. I was nervous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was nervous that I knew of. I was the only Houstonian going. And then I got there and there was like about seven others or so. I mean, it was actually more than, than that. And several of us from Texas, and I've been to several of the Texas Roundup conferences. So I knew several faces. 
But I felt like I was going alone, right? And I really did. And then not only did I see my Texas brothers there, I got to meet wonderful people. I have friends in Canada and acquaintances, friends and acquaintances in Canada, Japan, Australia, Europe, as a result of this very conference. And so it's wonderful to be connected to so many wonderful, wonderful, loving lights as they are. Yeah. What was the first year you attended? Was it the very the first, first one? one? The, first, the first one, 2017, the inaugural conference. Excellent. And going from there, how did you get involved in the planning committees? So every Sunday, um, well, this year it's a little different. I'll, I'll get into that later. But every Sunday we had a business meeting where we elected the next year's officers in, and committee members and stuff. And I was so touched by what I had seen and what was done. I was like, I would like to throw my hat in the ring of something. And so I was a volunteer co-chair for that first year. And I was volunteer co-chair the next year. And I was volunteer co-chair the next year after that. And by my fourth conference, because we skipped 2020, we did have an online one. So it kind of counts, but it does count. It does count. By the fourth conference, I was, I put my hat in the ring and I was co-chair. Yes. And what about this year? Drum roll. This year, I, I am the head cheese, the co-chair, the, ma- the major domo, whatever you want to call it. I am shepherding all the cats. So, <laughs> Excellent. I am very excited for that. And <clears throat> from what I understand, you also were the, the brainchild behind this year's theme of freedom is, Landon said. Is that correct? Brainchild, as well as I came up with the theme. I came up with the theme. We, we put them in a hat and voted on them, discussed them and everything. And mine just happened to, to be the one selected. And Freedom Is came about because I was thinking, especially especially because our, our conference last year was the first post-COVID event mm-hmm. ever at the hotel that we were that we stay at, as well as it, it felt like a certain lifting of oh, the doom and gloom that had been happening for almost, you know, at that point, two years. Uh, and I just I just thought about that. It's like, wow, you know, we have we have a lot more freedom now. And then and then I thought about how we are as an organization opening the doors. We, a lot of people thought we were just like cis, cis, white, gay, male identified. And that is so not the case. And so I wanted to, like, really open up the doors and say everyone is welcome. We are free to be who we are and as we are. And um yeah, so that's that's how the freedom is came about, and and I'm privy to some of the committee meetings, but I mentioned that in in one of them, I have never forgotten. Maybe it's a sort of resentments I need to work on. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I've never forgotten being told as a, as a young young gayby, very young gayby, because I, I like a lot of us. I knew early that I like boys, and you can't express that, right? Mm-hmm. I was shushed for saying, "Why do girls get to wear the pretty things?" Mm-hmm. I was shushed. I wanted to wear the pretty things, right? Yeah. And, you know, now that I'm 60 years old and I'm definitely settled into my queerness and in, in being being a gay man, however that means to me, I'm like, I get to wear whatever the heck I want to. I get, can I say fuck? I get yeah, to you can say whatever the fuck you want. I get to wear whatever the fuck I want to. I get to speak as I wish. I get to talk as I wish. Move my hands as much as I wish because that's that's the freedom I've come about to. And so that that really has a lot to do with the theme is be as and who we are. Yeah, and I, I feel like it's a great fit for the conference because I was spent the first couple of days being like, I'm having the time of my life. Like, what's the word for it? And then when w- they announced, like, I think it was Sunday morning at the movie theater, like what the new theme will be of freedom is, I was like, that's perfect because this is like what I ah. felt was freedom. Like, I felt more free at the conference, like in my tribe, surrounded by my people than like I ever had before. So it's perfect. Well, thank you. Thank you. I Again, I, it was one of several that were put in the ring, and it, 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 there was a close second one. So, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll keep that on, under wraps just in case it becomes a future theme. 
<laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And will there be for us returnees any big changes from last year's conference to look forward to? There is. There is. We have decided this year to put a little bit more relaxedness, relaxed, you know, a little bit, a little bit more leisure time in it. We used to start like boom, right at you know, eight o'clock with this event, boom, right o'clock with eight o'clock with the running event, boom, right o'clock, eight o'clock with the yoga. Everything is starting at 10 o'clock now in the morning. I Get appreciate that. Sleep in, <laughs> maybe take a little quick subway ride around town, take a look at things, do do whatever until 10 o'clock in the morning. And again, no one's obligated to make every single workshop. So again, freedom is you have the freedom to, to run around New York if you wish or stay out late and sleep in a little bit. So everything's starting at 10 o'clock. The first event of the conference, the first official event of the conference is a bus tour ride. We've had that before. This one's happening at night. So we get to see the lights of uh, Times Square and how New York looks at night. And also, again, just not that rush, rush, rush. You know, you can't check into the hotel, so drop your bags off and then and then go go catch a bus ride to enjoy the, the tour. We wanted people to really relax and enjoy the city and enjoy their time and enjoy their brethren and get to know each other. And so we we used to like push doing 15, 17 workshops in, in the schedule in a weekend. And now we're, we cut that down to nine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I look forward to the the quality over quantity, and yes, I exactly. I appreciate the the bus riding a little bit later because, and especially like post COVID, this past conference, I I knew almost everyone had like flight issues of getting in or getting out of the city, and so I, I had missed it because my flights were delayed or canceled, and so I'll be excited to do it in the evening this time. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, and it's it. New York at night is so different than New York at day, and they're both they're both wonderful flavors. So, you know, we hope everybody gets to enjoy them. Yeah. And for those that are listening and are interested in the conference, what's the best way to get more information, sign up and maybe even get involved? Easiest way, www.gayandsober in with the A-N-D, gayandsober.org forward slash registration has a lot of information and really useful links. How to get to and from the airports, the hotel link for reservations. The, a link to the agenda, um, a link to uh, frequently asked questions, all kinds of things. So it all starts at forward slash registration, gayandsober.org. Excellent. And one thing that I love that we do is the scholarship program and room sharing options to make the conference a little bit more affordable for everyone. Can you talk a little bit more about those? Yes. So we do have a roommate pairing chair and we call it we call it housing mm-hmm. and ron is his name this year and ron is going through the 30 names so far that are submitted and carefully checking for like arrival dates and things like that to match people up that if you're both coming in on thursday and leaving monday morning y'all both share the hotel room so as much as possible we try to match up people with the same dates hotel is going for 289 a night doesn't matter if it's one five ten people it's it's 289 a night so if you split that by as many people as you can room with it gets a little cheaper that way. <laughs> so there's double rooms available. There's single king rooms available. So there's definitely a lot of options there. You can, and, and, yeah, yeah. That's how I met my friend from Ireland. We we agreed to be roommates. <laughs> and yeah. it still stayed John. It, it's, it's certainly also great, not only for the cost factor, but so that you also kind of have a buddy right from the get-go. From the get-go, exactly, exactly. Thankfully, it's not like fraternity rush hour or something like that. But yeah. <laughs> or rush, rush week, but it, it'll it'll be okay. Yeah. And what about the scholarship program to help people who might not be able to afford the the regular f- registration fee? Yeah. We fundraise heavily throughout the year to be able to afford 50 scholarships to the conference. And that's for the conference only. It doesn't include travel um, or hotel stay. 
We're not there yet. <laughs> We're not there yet. But so we, we do allow for scholarships and that includes a commitment for at least four hours of service during during the conference itself. And uh, which is really that goes by so fast. I mean, it goes by really, really fast. So four hours of service during the conference and, and then you're free to enjoy the conference. And, and we do allow for 50 if we have more or like, say, for example, somebody bought a registration, and they can't make it. Um, they have the options of rolling it over to the next year or they can donate it back as a scholarship. Yeah. So sometimes it's a little bit more than 50. Yeah. Yeah. And what's something that you're planning that you're able to talk about that you're really looking forward to for this year? I'm on that committee. Hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of layers to this cake, baby. So yeah, <laughs> a lot of layers. one of the things I, I am really looking forward to is that we do have, I got Now you asked me something. I got I got to look at the agenda for yeah. it. Hold on one second. Well, can we circle back to that? Yes, of course we can. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. I should know this by the back of my hand, but I'm embarrassed. Oh, my goodness. It's all right. I went off <laughs> script for that one. Well, while you're looking into that, do you want to talk a little bit about the Pride Parade and the Dance on the River? Yes. And let me correct something. And New York City Pride is very adamant that until everyone is truly free to be queer, gay, lesbian, and there's still a lot of injustices in the world, we my heart's breaking still a bit what happened this week in Colorado. Mm-hmm. So it's a pride march. Mm-hmm. Okay. I still want to get that that out there. And I agree with them. It's, it's a pride march. And until we are totally free, because the parades are celebratory and, you know, glitter and everything. Oh, believe me, there's a lot of glitter at this one. But the pride yeah. march for NYC Pride really signifies that we're still working on that aspect of being truly accepted and truly free. Yeah. And one, okay. One, one, let me go back to the agenda. See, so one thing that's always been a big hit, and we just keep bringing it back, is the pool party, the, the rooftop pool party. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen Friday night. It's at a Sky Gym in, in New York City. Beautiful. It's by the harbor. They have an awesome rooftop pool. Yeah. And it has been a big hit. And um, that's something I always look forward to. And then, and then the Pride March itself. The Pride March itself, too, is something. There is something about walking down the avenue, the gay and sober banners in front of us, you know, we're, we're marching down through it and the reception we get and the, and the kudos for, for being who we are and uh, being part of the Pride March, celebrating our sobriety as well. There's no feeling like that. There's just no feeling like that to be part of that sol- solidarity with your brothers and, and feeling that the energy come back from the crowd watching the parade. Yeah, it was excellent, especially being that, you know, being a pride march for everyone, you know, I was normally without gay and sober be hesitant about going to a a march like that because of the alcohol around and present. And so it was nice that even if there were people drinking on like the left and right of us, that we were in our own little sober bubble and just being celebrated. It was a great feeling. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, I've loved that every year. Yeah. And what about the dance on the river after the parade? So that's a very unique item, too, for gay and sober. Um, not unique that there are other dances and there there's some are on the river, some are not. But we we charter a boat that can hold up to about 600 people. And everyone that registers for the conference, you already have a ticket for the boat. Mm-hmm. You're already in. And so you have a ticket for the boat and we leave the docks at eight o'clock and it's a four hour dance party, which is really kind of cool because... Um, we had debated about this for several years. It's like, do we go back early so people can go back to the bar or whatever? And it's like, you know what? Let's just enjoy it. Because 
it's going to be a four hour minimum anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be. So why don't we just go for it? Do the full, the full four hour tour, get off at midnight. And by that point, I mean, it's like, okay, I've done, I've done the march. I've done the parade and I've danced my little booty off. Time for bed. Right. Yeah. Like the next right. Thing. Trust me. Some folks still have the energy to go out and stuff. Good for you, boys. Good for you. <laughs> me. Good night. I'm done. I'm, I'm tapped out. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> my friends and I had like the the time of our lives dancing for probably that first like three and a half hours, and that last half hour we were all just like slumped in the corner, like we're ready for bed. Right, right. <laughs> but, but even though for all the snackies and and Red Bulls that are available through the catering service on the boat, it's like okay, I'm, I'm done. And that, and you know what? And that's fine too. You know, either way that it works out for people. If you still want to go out and have a fun time, do it. If you're if you're done and partied out, peace out, y'all. Enjoyed my pride. You know. Yeah, for sure. And one thing I really love about the the parade as well as the dance on the river is that people who might not have signed up for the entire conference are still able to get tickets and that it's open to all LGBT plus, correct? Thank you for mentioning that. Yes, yes. So like I mentioned, we have 600 spaces on the boat. Our conference usually maxes out at right about 475. We max at 500 sold tickets. So we have some leeway and we offer tickets to the entire LGBT community as well as marching in the Pride March. People are welcome to join us behind the Gay and Sober banner. And because uh, it doesn't say Gay and Sober Manage, it says Gay and Sober. Mm-hmm. So any, anybody that's LGBT identified or an ally is welcome to march with us in the march. We'll post out that the gathering spot for it because they're, they're pretty strict about who where you get to gather and stuff, and which is cool. I, I can't imagine what they plan. Yeah. <laughs> I say, oh my God, their planning has got to be incredible. Yeah, it, it is. must it be. So they... those two things are open to all members that identify as LGBT, QIA and allies, uh, the dance on the river and the pride march show. Everyone is welcome to join us. The conference again, because we want to deal with men's issues and some of the things that are particular to men. We would like to have that space for just for just male identified members. Yeah. And and even the male identified members, like I know I had two friends from my home group last year that were on the fence at the conference. And, I, you know, I was like, you should go, you should go, you should go. But they were like, I, I'll do that next year. This year, I'll just start with just the, the dance on the river and the pride parade. So it was a good way to kind of dip your toes in. Good. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And I mean, I can't go on. I mean, I can go on and on about the conference because I do as an area delegate. But in addition to the conference itself, what other resources does GSM have? Yes. On our main website, we also have a meetings directory, mm-hmm. which is now fully updated for, I guess the best word is a clearinghouse link. So when you go to like, when you go to like the, the Texas area, you'll be able to see Houston's intergroup mm-hmm. and all the, um, Gay friendly meetings are filtered into to show up on our on our website. So I mean, a meeting is a meeting is a meeting in my book. That's that's the mm-hmm. way I work my story. But uh, any meeting I go to is a great is a gay meeting anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. But that being said, we 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 try to filter up to the top those gay or friendly meetings that happen in in Houston, for example. So we've we've gone to a lot of work to do that. Uh, we also offer a community calendar, which is open to all LGBT allied groups that are sober or or otherwise like like you know pride festival in atlanta pride festival so we, we post those on our community calendar there's a link for that as well sorry kids are acting up again mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I know those are the two biggest resources i'm very proud that we have for for other people oh yeah i i can't go a couple days without citing the the meeting directory just because i talk with so many beginners that are looking for like safer spaces and feel 
you know, you're right that a meeting is a meeting, but I also know a lot of people, you know, this, we've spent so much time feeling other to begin with, they might feel more comfortable in a LGBT plus meeting. And so thank, uh, thank that, goodness for that 35, 40 years ago now with having that at their general conference. It's like, Hey, you know what, this, this, this is, this is part of our membership and they're allowed to have their space. Thank goodness for that. Yeah. Know? Thank so, goodness. And still call themselves AA. Yes. And one more time, how can people sign up or register? What's the link? Gayandsober.org forward slash registration. Excellent. And if they have any questions for you, what's a good way to get in contact with you? Chair at gayandsober.org. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming back. Stick around because we'll go to our post show where we can talk about some of your favorite memories of past conferences. Thank you. And thank you, listeners, for tuning into another episode of Gay A. Be sure to join our Patreon family today. You can head over to get this post show, as well as post shows for every main episode we do. Meanwhile, if you're interested in sharing your story or getting involved with the show, I'm an email away at gayapodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, be sure to follow us wherever you're listening so you can get new episodes when they come out every Thursday. Until next time, stay sober, friends. Thank you again.